You are listening to Something Rather Than Nothing. Creator and host, Ken Vellante. Editor and producer, Peter Bauer. So this is Ken Vellante with the Something Rather Than Nothing podcast, and uh, very excited uh, to welcome uh, some members of Blackwater Holy Light, which is a band um, I just love and I've been uh, wanting to have on the podcast and really want to welcome you, um, uh, Michaela, Sarah, and Sonny of Blackwater Holy Light to the Something Rather Than Nothing podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, first of all, what I was wondering if you could, uh, if you could tell us just about how Blackwater Holy Light um, uh, came about, and uh, it's I, I love that you're such an eclectic band, really talented, and fun to see live and listen to your albums. How did it? How did it all come about? Yeah, so um, the band started in, we formed in 2016 um, in Portland, Oregon, here, and we started off as just um, a four-piece, me, Sarah, a woman named Kat, and a woman named Laura, Um, and yeah, it just kind of started as like a little kind of fun idea that um, I was having, and... um, then it kind of just turned into something a little bit more kind of first seen as like, oh, well, maybe we can go, we can actually play shows and stuff. So we got a little set together and then chose like our name finally, which <laughs> took kind of a long time. Um, and then just kind of like started like a lot of other, you know, bands do playing, playing in basements and then kind of booking local shows. And we had all been in other bands previously um, in Portland. So we kind of had some, you know, connections in the scene and, um, knew how to book shows and all of that. So we kind of just sort of slid in and, um, yeah, just started just playing around town and then just kind of slowly grew from there. Yeah. And, and, and thanks, thanks for that background. Um, I know I had seen, seen you in um in eugene in in portland and actually i was on business travel and ended up seeing your show open up for uh mono lord in atlanta georgia oh you did um yeah yeah i was on uh business i worked for the teachers union was out there and i was like this can't be true (laughs) uh, that was a fun show that's when it was super cold right? yeah it was freezing like 20 something degrees yeah it was really cold you That's probably a- had the same experience I had. I've never been, I've been to Savannah, Georgia. I've never been to Atlanta. So I'm like, you know, hot Atlanta, here we come. Doesn't matter what time of the year it is in mm-hmm. 25 degrees or so. Yeah. And hell of a show, hell of a show. Um, so what about, well, one of the things I ask about I, this podcast is kind of like a lot of different forms of art and, you know, the musicians and, and painters and, and sculptors and document, documentary filmmakers. For, for, for you and the band, uh, maybe all of you if you want to kind of chime in, what type of arts do you enjoy, you know, do you enjoy to consume like, you know, in, in art and make, you know, outside of your various musical projects? You guys want to start? Um, yeah, for me, I, you know, obviously enjoy 
music, but also like visual art. Like I love music videos and seeing how artists like can include visuals to go like along with the music. And that's like something, especially like during these times when no one can go see live shows, just like, just been like watching a lot of music videos and it's really Mm -hmm. cool to see visuals incorporated with Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, same. I love visuals, but actually I've been really enjoying watching dance videos and just people dance in general. And I was never same. one that was into ballet when mm-hmm. I was younger, and now I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Just so much. It's switch. <laughs> such a beautiful form of expression. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page as um, Michaela and Sarah. I I love visual stuff. I've always had a soft spot in my heart for film photography and, um, you know, just like more analog photography. And also with Sarah, I love watching people dance ballet, all kinds of dance, I I suppose, is really fun. But it's also, I mean, I guess you can kind of say that about any type of art. It's like, you know, if you see someone making their craft in front of you and just loving it, that kind of just makes you love it, too, a bit. But, yeah been watching lots of movies <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i definitely share a, a, a lot of that and one of the things i enjoy about each of the band members you know because i i followed uh, you know both your like separate projects and a lot of things you create like i I've, i could definitely tell that about you know the band and and i enjoy that vibrant like even just music videos you know it's mm-hmm. sometimes it seems strange to bring it up and I've seen a couple of your videos and I remember one of them was kind of like this dark kind of like murder horror one. It was just, yeah. oh, I loved it so much. I forget for which yeah. song it was. It was his first sunrise. Ins- yeah. That, that video was funny because we made it on Valentine's day uh, <laughs> a few years ago and it was like snowy and cold. Now we we're just, we we're just having fun being, making uh-huh. a casual murder video together on valentine's day i think that was fun with that too is we didn't have a script for it yeah we just sort of figured it out yeah i don't even think there was a general idea no nothing just kind of came to fruition yeah (laughs) like that yeah it was fun that was awesome i wouldn't have i wouldn't have guessed that wow that's it's pretty good how it came about organically um uh but i yeah i love those video accompaniments i just recently did a documentary film class and uh, for the first time in my life. And um, it was really, it was really fascinating to see how difficult it was to kind of combine elements of sound, you know, music and visuals to kind of accentuate each one, if you do it well. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I'm sure you went through that process in creating that, but it was it was noticeable. And I think metal has a special role where you can use some visuals, and metal that just just make the point that just you put that exclamation point on there um so yeah well thanks 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 for that um so um i ask you know this is uh, the podcast itself is you know intended to be a lot of fun around some difficult questions and one of the big questions i have uh and i'd like to bring attention to is what is art and i was wondering if uh if any of you wanted to just kind of take a stab at that type yeah. of discussion, what, what you think art is. I really liked um, when you sent the questions that you were going to be going over. I really loved this one because it's a hard question. Um, 
and I also appreciate you asking questions that are kind of outside of the norm of normal interviews. So to me, I really feel like art, like, is vulnerability in a lot of ways. It is completely vulnerability. Art's love. Love is also vulnerability to me, but it is, it's an outlet that people get to put, get to express themselves in a way that they don't get to do on a daily basis to the really obvious public eye. And it's kind of tapping into a part of yourself and putting out into the world, you know, like, this is me, this is what I have to say, this is something that I stand for, these are my values, and I'm going to express my values through this visual or this sound. Um, and I think that for a lot of folks that can be really hard, you know, because you're kind of, you're putting yourself out on the line and you're saying, like, you know, I'm in the ring, I'm here, everyone's looking at me, you know, but you choose to do it anyways. So it's, I think that it's like this really kind of can be a sort of a fragile thing because it's so personal and so public and, um, yeah, it can be scary, but it's also like completely fulfilling. And I think that the scary and the fulfilling parts are what kind of make it also like the love factor to where these things are all kind of intertwined. And I don't really think that they can exist without each other. I guess is my answer. What I was going to say about it. Beautiful words. I'm like, wow. Um, yeah. Like to add on to that, it's also just kind of like, it can be a stamp and like a moment in time. Like you, yeah. something you can look yeah. back on, like, you know, art you made years ago. And it's like, just reflects like how you were feeling at that time. And like, in which ways you were vulnerable and like, wanted to put yourself out there and where your life is like it's good yeah it's also extremely therapeutic i think um yeah i know for me personally like for me i think it's just a a way of getting my internal fear and anxiety out and playing it on any type of instrument honestly even if i'm terrible at it but just releasing that and it's just an extra prize to be able to have someone else here. It's terrifying, but... <laughs> yeah. You know, just... Yeah. Is there... Is there and, and not to, to jump in, I mean, just, there's some great, great thoughts that you have. Is there, as far as the piece where, like, you're processing stuff out, you know, I'm a metal fan. Now, I don't play an instrument, um, but I adore metal, and for me, it's that kind of like really burning out and getting out a lot of strange energies. Yeah. You know, I guess maybe that's the best way I could put it. But strange energies is definitely um, the way. That's a new. That's a new band name. You got enough side projects. Strange, you can use okay, strange yeah. energies. That's fine. Okay. We can look. Yeah, we'll start it up. <laughs> um, what, you know, does it do that for you? I mean, playing a metal, I mean, metal seems to me like I always talk about metal crowds when I when I have a metal show on the podcast. And it's like this kind of like shared communion and with the band. And it's not always like that. Sometimes it's messier than that. But how, what is it meant for you to for your art that you perform to be metal? And what does it do for you, you know, when you play and, and, and experience the show? Oh god. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think uh we ever like write stuff, at least not me, like putting it out there like, oh, this is gonna be a metal. It's just like putting out like 
you know, what we're feeling and it just ends up being heavy because, you know, life is heavy and like the things that we go through are heavy and, uh, but yeah, especially like playing shows, I sometimes say like, oh, like just playing a show is cheaper than going to therapy. Yeah, yeah I like that. It's because, true. Yeah, it's just definitely getting to release all that, like, all that energy you have, like, pent up, mm-hmm. all that anxiety kind of just, like, goes away when you're playing. Yeah, it, like, doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> Sometimes it makes it way worse. But, yeah. but like, once you start, it's always... Yeah, it you're, always just, you're just in the zone. I like that. Playing a show is cheaper than therapy. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it it. I definitely I definitely I definitely see it in in those terms, and I'm always fascinated on the performer side. Is you know like how you know how that how that works how that works out for you. And um, one of the things I wanted to ask in general, and, and you know, I'm talking about some of the energy and some of the things we can or can't do now within a pandemic one of the questions i've had is and it's it's really connected to the pandemic and i'll explain why because the last show that i saw was your show in eugene with coyote and yes so like i interviewed sarah built um for the for the podcast and like i just had this connection because i love that show so much and i love how the show because of the different influences and styles within Blackwater Holy Light, but also within Coyote, it was interesting to be at a show and be like, okay, this seems like like a soul blues yeah, she's metal. A, she's, you know. Yeah. Oh, she, she was lovely to, the, to, to talk to as well. Yeah. But stylistically, it was you, I think Blackwater Holy Light brings that to the table. And I have been saying metal, but of course, you're more than a, a metal band. And I saw in the show one time in Atlanta, you had a, a show. I mean, it was definitely a metal show. But there was one song you played that had a little bit more of a pop like appeal to it. And I saw when you were playing, you looked over at each other and you're kind of indicating each other. OK, they're buying this. This is cool. <laughs> like We're going with this. Kid. That's awesome. I saw I saw you look around and being like, OK, we're in Atlanta. This is supposed to be metal. This is metal in our book, but it. <laughs> yeah. So it was I feel kind like, of fun. I mean, was... personally, we, we have, a, I think we have a lot of like not metal moments in our music. Honestly, when people kind of ask about the band, they're like, oh, you know, really generic. What kind of music do you play? I always say heavy psych because I don't even really feel like we're like metally enough to be classified as, as metal, but we're just like, we do have heavy moments and I don't know, I guess sometimes we're kind of doomy, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just sort of everyone's opinion on that, on that front. Yeah, we all listen to different types of music too. Yeah. Like some of us listen to yeah. metal, the others listen to jazz. Yeah. And- yeah. We're all over the place. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, like we're, yeah, we're all, we all, have a very eclectic taste in music and we all kind of have our fa- our favorites are all very different from each other although they do there's lots of inter intersections there as well with our music that we like but yeah that's cool too though seeing even on yeah, the I enjoy, I enjoy it in. it's not just metal people who specifically like that sound it's pretty universal the sound I think we get some folks that listen to all types yeah 
Yeah, it's cool. Like that Mon- Monolord tour was awesome because it did draw, obviously, like a huge metal crowd because because that's what Monolord mm-hmm. is. But then it was fun to have us there too because it, yeah, like Sarah said, it kind of drew in some other folks. And I don't know. It's I think maybe for some people they're like, oh, I never would have gone to see Blackwater Holy Light on their own, or I never would have gone to see Monolord on their own. But it's cool seeing both and seeing all these people that are kind of like in this maybe new, maybe familiar, maybe kind of a little bit of both territory. But I think we're talking probably Death Realms. (laughs) It's like this really shoegazy song that we have that's always just... Or lullaby. Oh, right. Yeah, maybe now we're like naming them all. Who fucking knows? But (laughs) I'm supposed to curse. Well, I, uh, amongst the crowd there like in mono lord too because i was amongst the crowd i mean like the whole crowd like adored you and i'm sure you probably picked up on some of that but it was kind of fun because i was watching it being like i had seen you guys play and um you know up in portland a couple times and you know so i had seen you so i knew what to expect and it's always interesting in a different area with a different crowd and well really? black what black water holy light was adored amongst the masses in the crowd so <laughs> yeah thanks. um yeah, yeah. So, hey, uh, you know, I was going to get into a bit uh, as far as, you know, doing art right now. Um, I've asked different questions on the show because there are components of my show that is definitely um, activists around issues that are important to artists and that are important uh, in our world. And I was just wondering if, if you'd like to comment around um, the role of art you know, in, 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 in a couple ways, one in the, in a pandemic or like what it does to artists or like how important is it, or is it more important than ever? And the other one is really the kind of the role in art as far as disrupting, eliminating racism and, uh, patriarchy, uh, misogyny in our society. And I, I just asked that in the sense because it keeps coming up. Okay. So, I kind of am hearing you just ask the question, like, why is art important, in short? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I really do, I truly do think that art is going to save us. <laughs> I think that. I think that, um, I think that there's so many things going on in the world right now that is giving people a reason to disconnect and to disassociate with each other based off of, you know, political or other reasons. And it's like a lot, yeah, it's a lot of kind of go out and like survive kind of to each their own mentality that I see within, you know, the political climate right now. But on the other hand, there's also a ton of people that are just resisting that and saying, no, we have to come together. We have to be one. We have to fight and using art and things like, you know, like people that are all going out to the protests and like, even if it doesn't really seem like a piece of art, even stuff like snack block, that's still a creative movement. That's still people that are going out and using their creativity to connect, to help each other and to like persevere through what everyone is kind of going through as a collective. So it's like, it's, it's kind of on, it's a sort of a two sided coin, I guess, because, um, yeah, I guess I just feel like 
with this administration, there's a lot of like to each their own kind of mentality, I suppose. But um, yeah, like we need we need to be here for each other. We need to create with each other. We need to collaborate with people that we didn't think that we would collaborate with. And we need to to expand our minds. We need to grow and we need to like do that all together. And I don't know, for me, it's for me, it's like kind of the reason to keep going, you know, because I want to create things. I want to make things and I want to also digest other people's art. And for for me, that's kind of like the reason to get up and put my socks and shoes on in the morning, because if you don't have that, then what do we have? Like what this this fucking pandemic, you know, and we have this president who is terrible and and doesn't care about art doesn't care about people doesn't care about anything and so it's like we need this so that we can survive we need this so that we can continue forward i guess is kind of how i see it yeah and i think that there yeah maybe you had more questions in there but yeah and as far as like the role of art in a pandemic like i feel like this has been a really like necessary shift and just like everyone's consciousness just like you know people are so stuck in like the daily grind and like capitalism and just go to work 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 to survive but like this is you know forced a lot of people to just kind of slow down and like you know have no agenda other than just to like be and to exist and to like see like what we can create and um i feel like that's been a really cool opportunity even though it's like it's really hard to like just even be a person right now like with the world being so heavy in this like pandemic but just to like have this opportunity to learn from it and grow and like I think a lot of people have been changing their perspectives about like how they want to live you know going forward yeah it's a big one yeah, I think it's done a lot of those things. I know for myself, um, I've, you know, I've done a lot of walking and I've really accelerated the things that I produce because I, I paint and I write and I do the podcast and I found myself like really, I wasn't sure at first how I'd respond to being like, okay, maybe I'll create a bunch more things to like process through things. Right. And um, that's kind of what I did, but it was certainly something to respond to. And I was talking to artists around, you know, really over the last few months with the pandemic. And some are like, I don't want pressure to produce right now, even though I'm not supposed to be doing anything because, like, I don't want pressure to produce. Like, I want things to rise organically. And others are like, yeah, that's huge. I'm gonna- so, so big. Like, forcing creativity is impossible. <laughs> you know, it needs to it just needs to come out of you like. I don't know. I guess there are some some people that can just sit down and be like, okay, I'm forcing myself to like write music or I'm forcing myself to paint or I'm forcing myself to do all of these things. But um, that just seems like so difficult to for me coming from a person that like I really can't force myself to do those things like it just comes out when it comes out. And, you know, it's like really my situations around me are what like present the opportunities for those things to come out. But yeah. 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 And uh, listeners, we're talking with Michaela, Sarah and Sonny of Blackwater uh, Holy Light, uh, Portland, 
I'd say I would go to say metal, an eclectic Portland band. You can say metal if you want to say metal. <laughs> eclectic I mean, honestly, uh, metal band for that. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, dark, dark what was it? Was one word? I I definitely heard that in there. It's kind of like dark psych. Uh, heavy metal, psych. Uh, yeah. Heavy, heavy psych. Heavy psych. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, so we got, you know, we heard about a bit uh, about how Blackwater Holy Light um, came together. And, and I, you might have answered this, but I, I tend to ask it in general anyways. Um, do you end up, uh, each of you, in, in creating, you know, your art or art through Blackwater Holy Light? Are you doing it, you know, because, like, you're absolutely compelled to create in a certain way? And the question is, why, why do you create? Uh, things so like what pushes you to put you know all that energy into into creating songs and do, do you ever step back and say you know why am i doing this and like taking a step back that way like for me i just don't know what else i would do like i've just never <laughs> really thought about doing anything else like i've kind of been i've been playing music since i was like a little kid and like I've just kind of always known like that's what I want to do. Like I don't know what I would do if I didn't have it. So I just create because I can't not. I think. Yeah, same. I don't think I always knew that I was was going to be a musician necessarily. Um, I think once I decided that for myself in kind of my early twenties, like. Then, similarly to Michaela, I was like, okay, this is all I'm seeing. But I I kind of, I do it, again, kind of like what we were talking about a little earlier, is like, it's just, it's therapeutic, and it's how I process my pain, and it's how I process my trauma, and it's how I process my love, and it's just, it's, it makes, I validate myself with how I'm feeling, kind of, with with the music because yeah, like I just sort of, I, yeah, it's kind of like, like I can't not, I just have to, I have to get it out. And like, that's how it happens. It's, I guess we don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. I've heard you talk. I've heard you mention a couple times, like love and connection to art. And while I'm noticing this, you know, I've done a bunch of episodes here is a lot of times when I'm talking about the definition of art, surprisingly, like, I'm not saying it hasn't come up, but that word, which seems very intuitive to me to come up in a discussion of art would be love. And I just noticed that 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 word and I just kind of kind of picked that out because I'm actually a little bit surprised that in the definitions of arts that I of art I've heard, it tends to be maybe it's just a bit more cerebral. Right. And less from the emotions in the heart. But I mean, that's what art that's where art hits you. Right. That's where like mm -hmm. the, the the baseline hit you not to. Not to put anybody off here, but that's where the baseline hits you, or the or the drums, and you know, and the the sounds. Um, now, a big question I have on the podcast is the name of the podcast, and I don't know if Michaela, you just said somebody has to answer that question, or like you all want to jump in. But the the idea is, why is there something rather than nothing? And sometimes. I post this question for artists, pose it in a certain way of saying, you know, is your art, you know, come from nothing? But whatever way you want to answer it, do anybody want to take a stab at why is there something rather than nothing? <laughs> yeah, um, this is a really interesting question. Yeah. It is an interesting <laughs> question. 
Why is there something rather than nothing? Um, well, I guess I'll start with saying that I'm extremely thankful and grateful that there's something rather than nothing. <laughs> um, we can create anything. Because, yeah, like, nothing. what would we do? Um, Sometimes nothing's chill, too, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like... Why is there something rather than nothing? Because the world needs it. Because putting your creativity out in, into the world and letting other people digest it is good for you. And it is how we all grow. I kind of think like there's something there because we're, 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 we're people, we're malleable, we change, we grow, we form, we have values and like we need, we need the art and we need all of this in order to do those things and to be like the best versions of ourselves. Yeah. 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 I think people yeah. just need it. Like I think whether they know it or not, like everyone creates something like in some way, like everyone creates everyone makes art like whatever that means to them everyone is vulnerable and you know everyone needs that something whatever that is whatever your something is yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also another good way to you know influence other people too fill that vulnerability and also find influence yeah. That helps it become you. Not having that wouldn't really be anything. You know? <laughs> yeah. We would we would just be dust. Yeah, just dust. <laughs> yeah. I uh this question and and I I, I I, I thank you for trying to stab at it. Like, you know, the the funny part, or at least to me, the funny part about the question is it's such like almost along the lines of the biggest question and there's no easy way to answer it. So it's like, you know, um, you know, part of, part of the thing is with the podcast, what I try to do is really kind of like prompt, like the bigger questions that are behind, like, you know, why we do things. And, yeah, it's um, good. It's good. I've, there's, there's things now that I, I'm going to go home and think about. Mm -hmm. So thank you. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, in, in, of course we can always chat in, in the future too, because I mean, like these questions are really big. I mean, I took a philosophy of art uh a Ooh, class and and it was uh oh my gosh it was a bit it was a long time ago so <laughs> it was at the university of rhode island and um so you know it's a question like the questions that i'm asking now like they might have been submerged for me or maybe i didn't actively thinking about as much but once i kind of pulled them back into a podcast it was like wow i've been like thinking about these things for for, you know, for a long time um, and That's studying great. them. Yeah. That's and it, it tends to be fun and being able to talk to artists and be able to kick it around. I'm always um, I'm always a bit, uh, you know, surprised in about the uh, the angles. I want to let you, um, you know, each one of you uh, just just speak a little bit more openly towards the end here about um like I said, I mean, it's, it's no, it's no mystery. I love the art that each one of you do and the collective black water, holy light, but 
could you uh, just point out to the listeners ways to um, ways to find you, your music, your art, or how you would like to share? Um, you know, what the the many listeners are going to be listening to. Sure hear what Blackwater Holy Light yeah. has to say. So yeah. So the easiest way to find us is we have a website and it's just blackwaterholylight.com. And on that website is links to videos, there's photos, links to our Instagram, links to our Facebook, Spotify, Apple Music. We're available on all streaming platforms. Um, it's also connected to our merch store. If anyone wants merch, stuff you can buy our records from our label writing easy records um and so yeah all that good stuff is just right there all together on our website blackwaterholylight.com so you can find you can find everything there um um well hey i wanted i wanted to 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 thank all of you uh so much it has been like I said, I wanted to be able to get you on, on, on the podcast. And also, like I said, connecting to that uh, last show before we have shows again, you know, the last show uh, in Eugene. And really thank you for um, the art, your energy. It's always a great show when I get to see you. And I know uh, listeners um, check out Blackwater Holy Light. You're really going to uh, enjoy um, enjoy their sound. And uh and definitely would love to have you back on on the show um, yeah. again, you know. Uh, yeah. Thank you so uh, much for having us and for asking challenging questions. It's it's fun. It's fun to try and get through them. And yeah, definitely got us. Yeah. Thinking. Yeah. 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 Appreciate you. Last one. Yeah. I'm going to sit on that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> that one's the tough. You know, what's no, what's cool. Really? I, I, I never quite answer these. Eventually, I'm going to be a a. a you know, a guest on my own show. Yeah, you but, did it for yourself, buddy. Uh, I, I nobody's there hasn't been a collective uprising to say enough of asking these bullshit questions. Everybody else, you answer them. But um, <laughs> what happened? What, what what my favorite response, and it isn't really a response, is the Buddhist response to why is there something rather than nothing? And they basically say bullshit. Don't even bother with the question. It's gonna kind of like there's no answer. Like. There's no answer that we'll know or be able to prove. So just like if you want to dabble with the question, that's fine. But you'll have more fun not trying to answer it and looking <laughs> another way. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so so, you know, if you, if you get asked to it, you'd be like, you know, I think they call it an unanswerable or question or something that you don't talk about. Not to censor yourself, but it's kind of like a guide in life of being like, you know, sit down, meditate see what your relationship is with yourself. Don't worry about like the creation of all the universe. So. It's also, it's nice to have the opportunity to, to try and make a respond to something when you know that there aren't any rules. So thanks for that. Yeah, there's there, that. That's a big, that's a big part of it. And um, this was a, a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed it. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us on. All right. Well, you have a great, uh, have a lovely Sunday. Okay. Yeah, you as well. All right. Bye now. Bye.